It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford. Adam the Bull. Garrett Bush. And so many big names... It would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Bulls already lost nine pounds. Ah! (laughs) My goal is 20 pounds in one week. That's a big goal, but if you do 800 calories a day, I think you can get there. 800 calories? Yeah. You drinking water? He's drinking two protein shakes. I'm on shakes. my third glass of water. What kind of protein shakes? Did they tell you which kind to drink or any kind? No, uh, just had to have, uh, had to be less than 300 calories and at least 30 grams okay. of protein. Go with the muscle milk pre-mixed powder. I, They're delicious. Well, I had the first, I know we were going to save this, but I'll tell you real quick. I had the first one this morning. I had the, um, what's the brand I told you, Mike, that I had real quick? Insure. I had an Insure Max. Oh, you're buying the premix. Yeah, and yeah. the first sip I took, I was like, this is not bad. But the halfway, I was like, oh, this is Well, so I think awful. they just have one gram of sugar, the Insure Max. Yes. That's, but they taste horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> Telling you, muscle milk. But Try I made it, it through. I did get, my shot today. We'll talk more about it he, later. He's yeah. right. you yeah. got to do the muscle milk. Oh. Please. And you can get them. Oh, you can order them off Amazon, right? They come in a little thing, and they're like non-dairy. So they are awesome. Advise me later. We got. We we've right. got to get to Bubba. News this morning. Raven Trone is our special teams coach, but not just the special teams coach. Yeah. They pretty much. It seems like they had to give him a better title, or otherwise it would have been a lateral move, and they would have needed all of the Colts uh, signing off on it. And right. Instead, they just said, "You're the assistant assistant to the head coach." Yeah. Assistant head coach. Tom Pelissaro, I think, wow. had it first today yeah. uh, that it was confirmed that it was no surprise at all. We all expected no. yeah. this. This but- was. I mean, listen, you never know. But this feels like a home run move by the Browns, and we haven't been able to say that very often, Jason. Yeah, I mean, on paper, they've had yeah. a great offseason so far. Like, everybody <laughs> yeah. loves Jim Schwartz. Everybody loves We've had the offseason before, right? Though. Like, that's why I'm not going to get too high or too yeah. low on it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, we said the other day, I just it, I, I think that they were waiting to see if they could get a better candidate than the one that they had. And Ventrone became available to them, and they jumped on it. Yeah, Mary Kay uh, tweeting out that, that that assistant head coach title was needed to yeah. clinch the deal. Colts wanted him too, so they right. had to make it more than a lateral move. So, welcome back to Cleveland, Bubba. Um, talk to any of the guys that played with him during his era. Talk to any of the guys that are currently playing under him. He's beloved. He's well thought of. Uh, he's a guy that I wouldn't surprise me if he makes a jump down the road to defensive coordinator. And, hell, who knows one day. His coaching tree really is Belichick Mangini. That's the guy. I don't think he, he wants to take of, that, does he? I would. Well, but every every Belichick coach has been crap as a head coach. So. Great point. <laughs> Great point. Maybe he's the guy, but he's yeah. actually never coached under him. He just is, he, you know, he obviously played under him. I don't yeah. think he was with the Patriots. No, I, I thought, take that back. He yeah. was. He yeah. was. He was he a coach. Well, apparently, the Browns have also hired a Buddha along with Bubba. What is that? What happened? <laughs> what is that? Buddha, Buddha Ventrone. Buddha. Come on. His coach is a Buddha. Come oh, on. my gosh. Come on, man. Buddha. Amen. Who is that? Is that Anthony? 
No, we talked about it the other day. His name's – I'll find it again, but he came No, from Utah look at State. the Chiron on the screen right now. Oh, it that's says me. Buddha <laughs> Ventron. <laughs> <laughs> Bad job out of you. That was, that was breaking right, news right, as right. we started the show. So yeah. it's now Bubba. Excuses, Congratulations, excuses. Bubba. Yeah. It w- well done by the can- uh, by the Browns. I, I know it's it's it is the off season. Yeah. You can't get too excited about this stuff. Well, but, um, like but it's, guy, it's a it's a good move. I think. Yeah, I mean the guy had uh, in Indianapolis, he had they were top five in special teams in four out of five years. I mean yeah. that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it see, is. You you have to like their coaching staff the way that it's no doubt. Together. And I had concerns and Zach and Zach Jackson and I talked about this on our podcast a couple of times. Who could they really get? Everybody knows Kevin's on the hot seat. Are you willing to go somewhere where it may only be a year? And and I think that they've done a really nice job with Jim Schwartz and with, with Bubba. And now Bubba being the assistant head coach, if something does happen with Kevin, you'd assume that that's who they slide over. You See, would I would assume Jim Schwartz would become that coach. I, you know I would have thought that until yeah, today. Yeah. You've done, you've read my notes. You have listened to G. Bush. You have done what I told you you should have done weeks ago. I can't be salty now. Jim Schwartz is in here. Joe Woods is out of here. Prefer thought he was going to skate. He's not skating. We caught you. We found out that we could get somebody better. Now we got this. And it sets it up just like you, you mentioned. You got six games. You thought I was playing with you. You got six. Now there's there. you can't rebuttal and give the greatest filibuster ever. Well, G. Bush... Who are they going to put in on the sidelines if they decide to get rid of Stefanski in the first in, within a year? We don't have any, but we got 16 dudes now. You put Callahan in there. He was a head coach, has a head coach experience. Yeah. He, you got an assistant coach with Ventro now, and you got Jim Schwartz, who has already been a, a coach multiple times in this league. Yeah. So there is no bases are covered. That's no excuse. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. What? I don't need. I hope it doesn't come to that. You have said they don't have a year; they have six games. Six yeah. games. Does two and four? You're out by two and four, not going two and four. Because here we back into the same thing. That's kind of Duke of knee jerk. No, that that is that is. I told you what you was going to do last year. He's been year. saying that forever. I I've know been he saying has, that. But two and four, Jay. Do you think if they start two and four that they're firing coaches? How you going? It, it depends the, on what the two and four looks like, right? I think yeah. it's a pretty good chance. Yeah. Wow. I agree. I think two and four, he could lose his job. I mean, if there's another Jets-like loss in those four, he gone. Yeah, well, I think that's goes without saying. How is he going to make the playoffs? Like, you're back to doing the, the mythical math with the Browns. Well, if they win then these we'll next on, four uh, games. Yeah. And then, and then you got to win the last you six. you got to win the There's last seven. Involved. Then we're going to have a whole lot. What's, his, what's, his, the, what's the guy on that I argued with about the f- better than a 50% chance? Quincy. Quincy. Yeah. yeah. He's going to come on and say it's a better than 50% chance the Browns went out. Yeah, th- there it is. I can't <laughs> yeah. do that this year. Woo! All right, a uh, lot to get to. Cavs start the second half. It's not the second half of the season. It's really the last third of the season. Yeah. They start that tonight. We'll talk about them. Also, a lot of interest in a podcast that's going to drop it. What, 130? 1.30. The Deshaun Watson podcast. He's going to talk with his quarterback's coach uh, on a podcast. So we, we don't know what, you know, we don't know what to expect. So you know we'll talk about, about that. You know what's sad about that? I know we'll talk about it, but what's sad about that is the only thing we're, we're just worried that he's going to say something stupid. Like, there's no, there's no good thing that's going to come out of that. Well, we could find out how hard he's been working. I'd be excited about that. I, yes. I, I, there's a lot of things I could. We're going to talk about this later. We don't got to get By the way, I want to know, know that Deshaun Watson should be in Cleveland working with Kevin Smith. Yeah. I hope he has bags under his eyes and looks yeah. really tired from yeah. working so hard. I, I got a lot of things I'm looking for in, in that. All right. We're going we're gonna to talk, talk about, about that. Later. Also, um, this will be the oddest guest that we've had on the show for me. Anyhow, my son, Corey Crawford, is going to be in. He'll sit where the uh, where the middle chair is vacant now, 
the Big Ten Championships, uh, indoor Big Ten Championships, kick off tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. Uh, so it'll be tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. If you're a track and field fan, uh, it's worth going out to, uh, to the Spire Institute because these are all world-class athletes. Many of them are Olympic-caliber track athletes, um, and it's just incredible to watch some of the world's fastest, strongest um, athletes in the country. By the and, way, one of my uh, first paid gigs ever was doing Division Three PA announcing for the track and field. <laughs> I don't know if it was conference. I don't remember what it was. It's so long ago. Yeah. What did you make for that? Starbucks gift card? I probably made like 40 bucks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was at the <laughs> University of Rochester. Right. And it was a long day. How, oh, how, yeah. It's like so That was meets. a long day. How, how, Wrestling tournaments. What year was that? 2001, maybe. <clears throat> 2000. It's come a long way, Bull. Yeah, come a long hey, way. Hey, are you mind? Nine, like, maybe. I don't, you know. This is me and McNuggets' first paid gig right here. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely it. All right, so if it feels like my first paid gig, I'll tell you that. Right. Busy, busy show. Um, you want to start with Cass Fence Riders? I think we, we did enough on the Ventrone thing, right? Yeah. We did. Yeah. We got to do both that. We have both better today. Won again yesterday. Five. You won again? Dayton kicked ass. I didn't even look. He's five and two. They now. won by like 20, right? Yeah, you're five and two. Wow. Which means if you're betting with Bet Rivers, you're making money. Hey, Ohio, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for every single game. Now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers Sportsbook. When you use deposit code SPORTS, you'll receive a second chance bet up to $500. Get in on all the action with weekly specials on your favorite sports like basketball and hockey to win big time money. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Five and two. Five and two, we're on fire. We're going NBA tonight. I wrote, because um, I couldn't remember. I, I was like, I'm not going to remember. You get, you get that. I'm, I'm waiting to get that Bet Rivers money. I'm about to I'm about to do it today. I meant to do it yesterday. So, Cavs so, is back. Bet Rivers, I'm So here's the up. thing. We all know the cap. We all know the Nuggets are very good. They're the number one seed in the West. Very However, good. like many other teams, they're mediocre on the road. Yeah. The Cavs stink on the road, but the Nuggets are mediocre on the road. They're 14 and 14 on the road. And... The cat obviously the Cavs have not hosted Denver. This is the first time they're hosting Denver. But the Nuggets have lost to the other good teams in the East all of their road games. Um, By other, you mean Boston, Milwaukee, Boston, Milwaukee New Jersey, Philly. or New Jersey, Boston, Brooklyn. Milwaukee, Philly. Okay, they haven't played. They're zero and three against those teams. All right. Um, now I know the Cavs aren't quite as good as there, but they're the next team on that, on that list, yeah. and so I'm going with them. Uh, another thing here tonight is Aaron Gordon is not playing. Hmm. He's been out a while. And they're, they're probably going to get uh, Jamal Murray back, but he hasn't played in a couple of weeks, so who knows what, what kind of shape he's in. They traded Bones Highland, so those are three of their top five scores. Yeah. Now, they got their best player, but outside of Ricky Rubio, the Cavs are completely healthy. They're fresh. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And they're at home. We know how good the Cavs are at home. They've now, been remarkable there. Is this there. a bet that you let your heart I really sneak in there a little bit? I really thought about this. I was considering three different bets in this game, so I could have stayed away from my heart. Yeah. I was considering 
Uh, Jared Allen over 14 and a half points. Mm. I was considering the over under on the game itself, but in the end, this one, I, I just love the way the Cavs have played at home. I don't, and, and Denver's a little beat up right now. Okay. And they haven't played great on the, you I'm know. I'm riding with Bull, man. Five so and two, you, you, you're making Minus money three. if you're let's, betting with Bull. Yes, this is we my are. favorite Bulls bet yet. Why is that? Because I, I totally agree with everything he just said. Good. I there do. we go. No Gordon makes a huge difference against Yeah, it does. It's, I definitely think that makes struggle a against bigger wings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. All right, very good. Uh, Speaking of the Cavs. We want to go to Cavs Fence Riders. It right? is time for Cavs Fence right. Riders. We have yeah. 19 minutes to get through six questions, three minutes per question. All right. With change, and we start with question number one, Steve. The Cavs have 11 road games remaining this year. Will they win at least six of them? A very split panel here, but four. Or three, excuse me. I'm, I'm really on disappointed one side, three in on you the guys. Other. The tag team of Jason and Bull. <laughs> I'm very disappointed and the nugget. in you. So they've been abysmal on they the road. They have been. And now suddenly they're going to have a winning record on the road? Well, here's why I say this. I don't know about you. Well, Jason, is I looked at their road schedule, and they are playing some bad teams. The, 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 the back-to-backs, I, I, was, I went back and forth on right. this. The fact that they yeah, have three of them. Here's, and I, I'm going to talk myself out of it on the set. <laughs> Two in Miami. Three days in Miami, South Beach is undefeated. Yeah. Two against the Nets. New York City is undefeated. Right there is four losses. Probably yep. three losses. So or at that least is the back ends. The back you better ends. win the first yeah, games. Yeah, you're yeah, dropping the back, the back ends of those the after a trip right to Prime and South Beach. Yeah. And who knows what happens in Orlando? Orlando. Is Orlando the third one? Orlando's in there, and I think Charlotte as well. Oh, they're not going to Legoland. But I mean, come on. No, Orlando's okay. I don't think the Nets stink at all. I think they're still yeah. formidable. That's a frisky. Yeah, they're, they're formidable. Frisky, yeah. Uh, so I. I do think, like, you know, JB said it yesterday, he's going to try and crank up the intensity. It's like, okay, guys, now it's time to go. Yeah. Like, we had some ah, lollygaggers throughout the, the, throughout the first Team half. Team Bush, tell them why it's they're wrong. Six and five. I got them six T- and tell five. Tell them why they're wrong. That sounds good, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think JB is, is – he shouldn't even say I'm going to try to crank up the intensity. He should have already had them coming back from break before we went on. Like, yeah, y'all go do your thing when y'all come back. Y'all better be locked in because well, I'm, they were seven and one coming into the break. Yeah, that's great, but they looked terrible in the last game, yeah. and they looked horrible last year when they, they needed to win games, and they started losing to Detroit's, Injuries. started losing to Orlando's, yeah. and then all of a sudden they said they was tired and they're twelve years old. Yeah, but they had they're completely healthy right now. I know, so yeah, I they had wanna, a lot of injuries last year. I yes, don't want to I don't want to hear nothing about nobody tired. Y'all all good? Oh, no, it's a young team. It's a young team. At what point in time do you say? Guys, if you want to live up to expectation, you got to win these games, and especially the back-to-back in Miami. That's the team you're, you're jockeying against. Yeah. By the way, Garland and Allen, I don't know how much this matters. Maybe you know, Jason. Like, they were in the All-Star game last year, not this year. So, maybe they got a little more rest. A little time. more rest, you would hope. Donovan so didn't get that rest, you're, though. You're right. saying that these are very important, but you also, G. Bush, don't think they're going to get no, six of a lot. No, because I don't think they're going to have that level of urgency. He, Jason just pointed it out. Like, in the NBA, they 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 – Back to backs, they almost chalked them up as L's. Now they don't even try to. to win well, those these games. are unique. It's I think we talked about it before, and I I think it's more of these are coming. I think they should do it yeah. more often, where you you go spend three days in a city and you play two. You games. Cut out travel days. Yeah, and, yeah, and we talk about you know how do you eliminate back to backs? How do you try and cut down on travel? Well, this is how you make one trip to a city and you play two games there in three days. Now it's worked I, in baseball for years. Right now I, in the NBA, I kind of asked around on it and was told the ticket department hates it because it's hard to sell that second game, but that's not a very good reason to me. Like, do your job and figure it out. Yeah, you're right. Come that's up with that's not reason enough. Yeah. If you have to. great teams coming in, 
LeBron's going to sell out every back-to-back like back second bring, night he goes to. The problem sure. is the guy's going to play the second game. Well, no, it's not. It's well, so, it's two like, out of three. Well, they're yes. more fresh because they didn't have an extra travel right. day. So, if there. you fly in Monday, you play Tuesday, Thursday, you have Wednesday off. The problem that they're saying is, like, if it's the Hornets or the Magic, right, right. it's They'll hard to sell one. that Thursday. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's hard to sell the okay. game. It's hard to sell it. No, and there's something to that. McNuggets? We got one more. We got question two here. One fun fact. This is from Earl. The Cavs have 21 games left this season, all 21 in the Eastern time zone. They don't even travel to Central Time Zone. Ooh, all okay. Eastern Time Zone. That bodes so well. That's good we'll nugget. I didn't realize that. That's yeah, a good nugget. Shout out to Earl the Pearl. That's odd, that too. Yeah. I wonder if the league has put a little Normally, more emphasis on scheduling yeah, close. Yeah, I feel like we always had a West Coast trip in March when I was on the beat. Yeah. We always we had one in January, and we had one in March, it felt like. so. This that's, is, that's, that sets up very well for them. Yeah. I still don't think – I just don't – based on their body of work this year on the road, I don't think they're going to be able to – flip that switch and suddenly become a 500 team. I don't think it's a big switch road. to flip. Okay. I don't I, think it is. I hope, they I hope you're wrong. right. I hope they prove We will wrong. see. Yeah. Question number two here. And Jay, you are standing alone on this one. So I'll give you okay. first chance to defend. It won't be the first time. Will Evan Mobley have at least 11 double doubles before the end of the regular season? So more than 50% of his games. Yeah. Jay, you said yes. Everyone else said no. Yeah, I believe that Evan Mobley. Um, well, we keep waiting for that next that next step from Evan Mobley. I've seen it. We've all seen it. Um, I think Joe Thomas said on the show a couple of weeks ago. Well, you know, a guy can do it when you see him do it once, and then when you see him do it multiple times, you know it's there. Getting to the point where you're doing it more often than not is a confidence thing. And for me, I feel like, and I want you guys to answer and tell me if I'm wrong here. I feel like his confidence is beginning to blossom even more. Uh, it doesn't always show up in the box score, but little things that he does within games, I feel like he's getting a little bit more comfortable in that role of taking on more. And part of part of this answer for me was hopeful. Yeah. Part of it was they're playing some they're, this is an easy final 21 games if you had to judge it easy, medium or hard. I would say it's closer to easy than medium. The so, re- I'm very hopeful that he will do that. The reason I, I – obviously, he's capable. The reason I pick no, ultimately, is that Jared Allen is still the better rebounder. Yes. And so, I think there's going to be a lot of games where Mobley scores more than he's been scoring. But doesn't get the rebound. But finishes game. with eight, nine rebounds. Yeah, I, that was my concern, too. You know, yeah. because Allen just gets so many rebounds. That's a high bar. 11 and 20. I, was, I wish yeah. the number really would have been high. eight. Seven yeah. or eight, I might be yeah. right. I probably, I probably would have gone with it, too, with seven or 11 eight. 11 is really and, – and he's and I think we have seen him sort of flourish, especially when Donovan had the groin. He had a couple games where he was really emerging. Yeah. And then Philly, he was awful. He was, he was awful at that last game. And I think that's just still a young guy who's going to have performances going up, like Going that. against a man, too. Yeah, so 11 of 21 was just How many does he have on the me. year? I, I meant 17. to look 17. Well, yeah, then that's a big stretch. It, it was one every three games. I was, it's hard to set lines, by the way, because we make these up. Yeah. We talk about it upstairs. We talked 8, 9. We thought that was too low. You guys would all say yes. We yeah. figured 11 might be that that middle range, but I guess it was a little and, too high. And so. on offense, you know, he's a, he's around the perimeter a lot. Like, it isn't like, you know, offense and defense, you, you find Mobley, like, in different places on the floor. When you look at Jared Allen, he's right under the basket. Right. There's if a you lot talk, of, if I, you know, If we knew there. Jared Allen wasn't going to play, then I would I might have said yes. Sure, because he'd, ga- he'd gather up more rebounds. Yeah. Okay, number three. Question number three. Will Danny Green score more than 20 points <laughs> in a regular season game? The Danny Green special and the two that usually butt heads 
agree on this one. It is Bull and Jay saying yes. Oh. The rest of us saying no. It's kumbaya moment on UCSS. <laughs> yeah, this really is. This is very <laughs> rare, Paul. You, like, it you is. Know, hey, when did, did y'all break into my house and get that leftover Kool-Aid? Y'all yeah. got y'all drunk. <laughs> it's y'all, one hey, game. I, I didn't take the over on the six wins on the road. Yeah, yeah you're right. This is it's another. one game. Has Danny scored? I didn't even look it up. I hey, saw this and said, I'm nope. going. Has he's he going to have scored? one night where he goes off When's and that's the last it? time Danny Green scored 20 I'm looking points it up. in a game? Who knows? It's probably four years ago. Yeah, but he's going to play here. Yeah, there'll be a game, if nothing else. Maybe. There'll be a game late in the season where he plays a lot of minutes because the starters are not playing. Maybe they've locked into their spot. He's, and he, he plays a game and hits a bunch of threes. That's, what, that's exactly yeah. what I thought was going to happen. He's going to play early. Yeah. But nobody knows if he's got anything left. Like, that's what they're figuring no, out. No, he could easily not even score eight the rest if of the If he doesn't have anything left, he's not playing. <laughs> I just think, you know, blind squirrel gets a nut. He's going to get 20. Right, in, right, in a game, right. he's going to get 20. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. I can't wait. I can't so wait. Three last, years ago. His last 20-point game was actually in the postseason last year, game five of the Eastern Conference semifinals. Okay. Look at that. His last 20-point regular season game, March 25th, 2021. That's great. Okay. It's even sooner than I thought it would wow. be. It's not that long I ago. Said I mean, it's, it's not even two years ago. He, he went eight of ten from three. He's been years. hurt. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so I – I'm no, he played, a whole, he played a whole season and didn't score 20. I'm standing by it. They, they, he scored in the playoffs. That's even better. Yeah. They don't need him to score 20. No, but what I'm assuming is going to happen is there will be a game in the final week of the season Possibly, that none of the st- or most of the starters don't play because they're locked into the three or the four or whatever it is, and they play a bunch of bench guys, and Danny Green gets you, 34 it, minutes. It might be the last game because I don't think anyone's getting locked in before the last game. Yeah, Probably. it's going to be late if it's anybody's be locked in. It's going to be a lot of Because everything is so close. Yeah. This, this is crazy. If yeah. I can't if, – if you threw the bet out there and you asked somebody, hey, do you think Deshaun Watson would throw for four touchdowns in the game or Danny Green going to score 20? I'd take four touchdowns. I would too. Easy. Yeah, I would too. Easy. I, I would take the four touchdowns, and we ain't seen four touchdowns. Mm. We ain't seen that in a while. So, Danny Green? Well, he had seven in six games. I mean, come on. They, they need Danny Green to do what they wanted Isaac Okoro to do, what he's shown in flashes. Stand yeah. in the corner. And shoot the make, damn three. Make the three when it comes to you and defend your ass off. That's yeah. all they need. I need one 6-3 game from him. <laughs> and then I just need one other basket. <laughs> we got it. You can't hey. ask for that. <laughs> it could happen. Bulls better the day. Six right. threes from Danny I'm Green. Now I think from here on down, I've got no Kool-Aid in my blood. <laughs> okay. Right, here this we go. this, this next one real quick. This is not a fence question. It's for just G and J. Jason. I keep calling him J now, but yeah. you're J. It's very confusing. I call him J. Just I, for you two. I answered a lot worse than J. Jason and G. More likely to happen this season. Danny Green scoring 20 or Bull and Jay agreeing on another topic as the sole people to oh, agree. Oh, we'll agree on another the, topic. The, no, see, the, that's silly. It was always funny to me when fans would call. I'll get pull it back to what that question was and say, this is the first time I've agreed with you in forever, which is ridiculous because we agree probably on three quarters of the thing. We do. Yeah. But when we disagree, we get into some good arguments. When we disagree, we disagree. I meant you guys Which disagreeing when the other people agree. You guys were uh, alone. Uh, the that's unusual. Yeah, that's but unusual. Jay and I, uh, when it comes to baseball, are yeah. often on the same page. Often on the same yeah, page. Yeah, they, yeah. They, Especially on baseball. They scratch yeah. each other's back when it comes to baseball. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> they, they, they get all in the weeds. They be trying to flex their little muscles. <laughs> they be, I don't even know if these guys are mechanics. Or hey, there's nothing little on me, You thought Jeff McNeil was an auto mechanic. Yeah, I did. I, I was like, I don't know who that is. But here's the thing. They, the yeah. only thing they really disagree on is, like, 
analytics. If you say the word yeah, analytics. Yeah, that's our, that's our flashpoint. Yes. Yeah. Analytics. All right, well, it's a good thing analytics comes into the next question because they are not on the same side. Of, oh, they are on the same side, actually. Uh-huh. Will Darius Garland finish the season in the top five of assists per game? He's currently .3 assists. He averages eight. Morant is in fifth at 8.3. He's in seventh right now. So will he enter that top five? Me and UG, we're on the island here. We said yes. Everyone wow. else went no. Yeah. That's a lot of th- – he's got to make, make up, up a lot of ground. To make up in 20 games is probably a lot of assists. Yeah, that's he's going to have to have like a 16 or 17 assists. It's, it's a high number. It's not like trying to get from four to – you know what I mean? When he's already over eight and Donovan Mitchell's presence and how ball dominant he is, I just don't see it. Yeah. Um, explain your reasoning. I'll tell the, you mine The next. reason is because the, the, the best way that they play – is when he is getting people involved. I feel like the game, the, the Cavs should work inside out. I feel like their offense should be inside out and they should be getting the ball to the bigs early and Darius Garland should be practicing or, or understanding like, yo, I can get mine whenever. I can get mine second half. I can get mine off the pick. I could just do this. Like, I don't have any set plays I need. I could just score, but I'm going to be conscious of passing to other people the ball. And if he does that, it'll raise his assist total. And I think that's the way the Cavs are the most dangerous. But if you, if you watch and you watch the games that Garland and, and both Garland and Donovan Mitchell ball out and come out fire and have a lot of shots, the Cavs usually lose those games or struggle or, or yeah, they like when one of them has 37 and one of them has 28. I, I, I'm nervous about the final score in those games. Yeah, because Mobley ends up with like six and nine yeah. rebounds. Jared Allen might have 10 and then you, you can't really count on a bench like that. Um, especially well now I thought I would never say this because you, you don't have Kevin Love. Mm. You don't have that uh, spreading the court, right? I hope that don't come back to home. Mike, did you figure out how many more assists he has to have than Mar- you said John Morant's fifth, right? John Morant's fifth. He's point Morant, three behind with 21 yeah, he's games. Point three behind. Yeah. So he's going to need. He's going to probably have to average like one assist more per game the rest of the season. Maybe. Easily. Easily. Right? Yeah. And uh, Morant just, has gone. Morant. So he, here's my thinking. Morant was up second or third, depending on when Harden counted and didn't count because of games played. Right. The Grizzlies have been terrible the last three weeks, and I think they're going to continue to nosedive in the Western Conference. And the more they nosedive, the more his assist goes down because he feels like he has to score more. So I think it's more of Morant falls, and he's literally point one behind whoever's in six. I forget who it is. And I think the Cavs are going to take these last 21 games pretty seriously, as G mentioned, to yeah. lock in that fourth playoff seed. So I think Garland's going to Let's revisit this up one. a little Put bit. Put that in your note sheet to revisit this one. We should revisit all of these. I want to know how we did. We, do. Yeah. Oh, we, we have a running record. Don't worry. Okay, oh, you good. do? We do, yes. You've never given those. I'm not very high. You don't ask. i got to start paying more attention to this if we're keeping track. Yeah, yeah right. that's right. <laughs> we will revisit this. Okay, question number five. Jay, once again, you are a lone survivor on the island of will a Cav record a triple-double this season? So far, they have not. This is Everyone like a Danny Green no. thing. It is. Thing. You get a yeah. hunch. Yeah. It's got to happen. In the course of 82 games, it's got to happen. Do you guys know what the closest performance a Cav had this year to a triple-double was? Uh, Donovan Mitchell was one away. Yeah. In a 71-point game. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, right. So, yeah. he, had, I was, he had 71. How many points and rebounds? He finished 11 with rebounds, nine, nine assists. assists. That was crazy. Which, which is crazy if you think Which would have been the most absurd triple-double line of all time, by it the way. It would have. I mean, you're scoring 71. That's crazy. And you're dishing out on another 18. Yeah. That's 89 points you're responsible for. Some of those were threes. He had a lot of threes. I looked it up what, what all he was 
responsible for that night. It was, it was insane. insane number. It was yeah. crazy. In 98 points, it was the second most ever in one game. Yeah, well, you sure right. it was 98 right. because if some of those assists were three I don't pointers. know. I don't know if any no, of those yeah, assists they, were threes. That, that is the number. That's counting oh, the, yeah. the threes. Okay. Yeah. yeah if it was all twos, bull, it'd be 93. Some of those were threes. Fair enough. You're right. Insane. And I believe because remember we, remember we had the discussion. What was more impressive, Mitchell contributing 98 points or Will scoring 100? Yes. Yeah. We yeah. had that whole back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 98 is the actual number. Okay. I think I think that's very impressive because when you're a guard, that means you got to dribble and chase other guards around. Wilt just is under the basket; you don't really have to worry about that. Will actually play defense though, unlike Donovan Mitchell. If somebody's going to get a triple double, it'll probably be Donovan. That yeah. would be my yeah. guess. Well, I'd be I, I'm going to be disappointed if he doesn't. Last one, and we are on time. By the way, congratulations, fellas. Three minutes. This what one, are we on time for? He wants to get out at 11:30. I just want to move on to the next topic around 11:30. Oh, okay. So, I was like, we, I was trying to think. Do we have a guest at 11:30? I didn't nope, think we no. did. But we, that, that got AFC, a lot of stuff to do. AFC North defensive draft it's is going to be more discussion involved in that one sure. than the offense. Absolutely. The offense right. just fell into place. Yes, it did. Okay, last one. And we do have a Lonely Island person on this one. I won't tell you who yet. But the Cavs have 21 games left. The question is, will they win at least 13 of them? And, G, you went Ooh. from drinking the Browns Kool-Aid to, to spitting out. Spitting out. Cab juice. Damn, you are. You that are. sounds gross. Cab juice. Disgusting. Put me on the bonk list. <laughs> add me the bonk yeah, list. Like, it's like, tomato, it's like tomato juice. Cab's V8. Cab's juice is V8. That's terrible. No, nah, listen. I I hope they prove me wrong. I, I want them to sew up at least the four seed, and I think they should be trying to push for the three seed. However, I got to see it. That, I mean, I, listen, you know, I am the Duke of knee jerk, but. I, I, I promised myself, hey, listen, I'm not going. I, I am not going to do this again. And they need to keep putting together some games again. They need to start playing better down the stretch. They don't play that many great teams in the second half. Um, they start. It starts with the, the game right here against the Denver Nuggets. I'm going to see what type of because they should be jacked up for that. You got an MVP candidate coming in. You got a team that's number one in the West. You came off the All Star break where everybody is. You should be running off and running with these. So me, I think they'll have a 500 record, um, and I think it, as constituted, if they play the way they played in the first half, they'll have a 500 record. They'll be the fourth seed, and it'll be a toss-up series with the Heat. Well, they were much better than 500 though the first half. Yeah, I think. But I'm saying true. last year, when I look at what they did last year, I know. But I don't think you're giving them. Uh, I, I hate to use injuries as an excuse, but man, they had injuries. Down the stretch, they were a dinged-up team. And they got a year of experience. And they got Donovan Mitchell, who they didn't have last year. They lost, they lost to the Magic and the Pistons. I know, but they were they were not a good roster in the second half last I year. I mean, it's the Pistons I and think the were, Magic. I think they were a young team. They played hard all year. They ran out of legs. Yeah. And Jared Allen going down derailed everything. That hurt Losing a little bit, Rubio and, and Jared Allen. When, when Jared Allen's out, we've talked about it before, that's – not same fiery personality. Jared Allen's sort of their dream on green as far yep. as I'm concerned. When he's it, not out there. It's like a house of cards. They're yeah. like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? We don't <laughs> yeah. have J.A. back there. It's, he's, I am shocked at how important he is to that team. Yeah. Like, he yeah. is a pillar. Of the, like, you could talk about Darius, Donovan, and Evan being the big three or whatever. Jared Allen is a pillar to this organization. And you know what? The, how many franchises can you say? I mean, that's four guys. Yeah, I know. Those are four pieces that they have. Yeah. They're 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 there. Yeah, I'm not saying they're going to get past Boston or Milwaukee, but hey, and a lot of rosters year, would love to have a last big four year, like they have. You know, right now he's not as important, but last year Rubio was very important to the team. 
he was too important because I've talked like right. Ricky Rubio can't bring down your season. Right, of course. Yeah. And, and right. he did. But you know what? I was I was as hard on them as anybody in town for years because I hated the way the championship era ended. I thought they're never going to do this again. They're never going to figure this out. And they did it. And full kudos to Kobe Altman and his staff for turning this thing around way faster than I ever thought they could because they're the second youngest team in the league behind Oklahoma City. And look where they are in the standings and look at their, their trajectory. Like, yeah. they did it. And, and Kobe's in a great spot. I was talking about this the other day with, with someone. Kobe's in a great spot because he's got all Dan's money and none of Dan's interference. Mm. Yeah. Like, he has the best of both worlds of any GM who's been in that chair before because it's like the Steinbrenner's budget without, without George's. Is Dan really that much yes. out of it now? Yes. Not a surprise that the first time this organization under Dan has organically, in a way, had success. They have. Is they, without they, Dan being meddling. They, they did it organically. Yeah. And, shout and out, full hey, credit to them for doing it that I, way. I always get a people, people. Shout out to Dan Gilbert's meddling. People give no. him. He get a, what you mean, no? He, you just said he he's the only one in town who got a ring. And he, you know what he did? In spite of him. He spent. That's it, what he did. He, he did. spent. That, he that check, check. He wrote, wrote checks. checks. The mother things wouldn't write checks like that. LeBron and he went yep. down there like listen come on let's do come back and do this yep. again and do it what, do whatever you want it was supposed to be just Dan and LeBron and Dan gets down there and it's all LeBron's guys <laughs> it was like five on one it's like yep, it's but, like having dinner with your ex you ain't changed a bit but they, <laughs> they both they both both those guys set their pride aside yeah, I like yeah. It. and and came and back and Cleveland's thankful for the it. only reason Dan has a ring is because LeBron came back. That's, That's the it. only reason. Exactly right. And he said, and he wrote the checks. So good on him for writing the checks. All right, McNuggets. And bad on if him you for guys are at else. the Cavs game tonight and you see me say what's up, I'll be there. Uh, I'm not sure what section, but come say what's up. We'll, you see, uh, how you see, yeah, I see how you slid that in. You get good at that, bro. Yeah. I'm trying. Also, <laughs> we're about to do the AFC, all AFC North defensive draft. And this segment is brought to you by Bet Jack. The time is now, Ohio sports fans. Sports betting is live. Download the BetJack app today so you'll be ready to get in on all the actions, lines, parlays, squares. BetJack has it. It is Ohio's official sports book. Shout out to G's glasses, too. Your I'm eyes are back. back. Your back. eyes are back off PTO. No more yeah. scary eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> all right, let's draft this AFC North defensive let's squad. Go. There were probably four for me, maybe five, that were really, really easy. But – after that, it got it, it was hard. It got a lot more difficult than it was with the uh, with the offense. I actually, the only thing hard for me was corner. I struggled big. That at was corner. the only one I really struggled with. Yep, I, I did too. I broke it down as because uh, is this just off last year? This is why I struggled with it. I didn't know what the parameter was. Right. Well, I, I think you I can make it up. Left that I, I yes. kind of did. I, if you yeah. based it just on last year, Denzel wouldn't be on the team. Correct. Well, probably not. Right. And but I put him on the team. I did too. I gotta even, have him on there. All right, what do we get? What do we got? We are here, starting Mike? with the four edge rushers, and just to give people the reasoning why we decided to go four edge rushers, two D tackles, two linebackers. <laughs> that is the model the All Pro team is based off of. So yeah. we went four edge rushers, which combines defensive ends, outside linebackers, and a lot of those guys are hybrid. Yeah, you know? Exactly. So. By the way, I left out. I don't know about you guys, but I left out guys who are going to be free agents, like. I didn't, well, we did that with the offense. Right, Jermaine Pratt of the Bengals I left and Jesse Bates of the Bengals yep. probably would both be on the team. I, I they, did put Bates on because I, I'm just assuming they're going to re-sign Bates, aren't I they? I don't think so. Really? Yeah, they got to spend a lot of – they got to re-sign Higgins. Gotta, they got to spend on Joe Burrow. Yeah. I don't think they're going to re-sign Bates.
space. They might franchise him again. I thought they that's might, what they do because they've got one more year at that. You right? could put him in, but I, I did. Leave, I thought there was a guy good enough to leave him out. But okay. Anyway. So who's so, our first edge rusher we're taking? Well, let's go with Miles Garrett. Right? I go Miles that's Garrett. That's what I had. Yeah. Easy money. My, my second one was T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt. Same. Easy Everybody money. Everybody agree. Bull, who you got as third? Third is Trey Hendrickson. I Rams. have him too. Easy money. I had Alex Highsmith third and Hendrickson. First. Really? I thought about Highsmith, um, but I put Hendrickson on there too. See, so you had Hendrick. We all have Hendrickson. I didn't. Re- I, after one and two, I didn't really okay. necessarily rank yeah. them. Yeah. See, I had Hendrickson three, and I put Hubbard four. I've got Hubbard. We have the same because four. I Hubbard is the best uh, outside rusher. That's also a good run stopper. Yeah. He's the best run stopper of all these guys. And you need someone so you like want, that. Yeah. I, I thought it was wings. between Hubbard and Highsmith for the last spot. And obviously, Highsmith had a bunch Highsmith of Highsmith had a great year, last year with Wyatt. All right, with so Wyatt uh, Garrett, Wyatt, and Hendrickson are unanimous. Yes. yes. So now we're deciding between Hubbard, Hubbard and Highsmith. And Highsmith. I, I took Hubbard. You took Hubbard, too? Yeah. 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 Three to one. All right. One. That's easy. That's almost yeah. unanimous. Okay. That was my four. Um, so just before, just to move on here, yeah. let's take tag word full. We'll get a visual to confirm, but Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Trey Hendrickson, and Sam Hubbard are our four edge rushers. We took Hubbard over Alex Highsmith of the Steelers, which gives us our front four right. edge rushers. Yeah, and Highsmith yeah. obviously had a lot more sacks than Hubbard, but I'm like, I, I'm going to get plenty of sacks from Garrett, Watt, and Hendrickson. Hubbard's fine in the, in, the, in the pass game, but he's the best in the run game. That's why I chose him. Yeah. But so moving on to defensive yeah. tackles and inside linebackers here. Uh, the yeah. first defensive tackle. I've got Cam Hayward. To me, it's yep. easy that it's Cam Hayward and, and DJ, DJ Reader. Reader. Yeah, I, I, the only two I can. I those the are the only two. two that jumped into my mind right, 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 right away. They're two, two. They're both top ten defensive tackles. Are we agreeing? That yeah, it's that's yep. who I had. Okay, so so far so we're can six. I, can, for I six throw, can I throw one picks. name out there just yeah. for consideration? Sure. And I wasn't sure if he fit into the Taven Bryan. You throwing Taven Bryan in there? <laughs> Stop. Calais Campbell of the Ravens. I still. He's older. Yeah, he's a high quality player. Yeah, but yeah. he's good, no. but not as he's good not as, 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 as Hayward. Hayward's older, too, but he's not as good as yeah. Reader and Hayward. No. I didn't think. Yeah, no. Those guys are – he's good. Couple, Those guys are elite. A couple years ago, he would have – Yeah, yeah, right, there, sure. But, yeah. Know, okay. A couple years ago. So, this is pretty – we're just zipping right through yeah, yeah, this defensive right. – all defensive AFC North. Uh, yep. Uh, this Inside is where linebackers. It's, this is where it's going to get interesting. Inside linebacker. I Logan Wilson. Everybody have Logan Wilson? Yes. Yeah. So, everybody's a yes on Logan Wilson. The my second one might be interesting. It is. I had Roquan Smith That's as well. Right. Yep, I did too. And I and but I thought funny about that. I'm like, God, I don't even really look at him as a Raven, but he's a Raven. Yeah, but, a Raven. But so. see, Logan Wilson. But you know what's so crazy is I I thought about it tough with uh, Jermaine Pratt. Jermaine Pratt. Jermaine Pratt great. actually had a great year, but he's a free agent. He's a free so that's agent, why I left him out. So uh, yeah, I, I see it. Uh, but he he was really good two year. Um, I, I got Roquan Smith. Um, I thought that was a big one uh, with the with Logan the, Wilson. Yep, him and Logan Wilson. So we're unanimous, guys. Yeah. We've got well, eight Bo, guys on the team. Let me ask Bo a question real quick. Yeah. When we did our draft of the 16 best players in the AFC yeah, Jermaine Pratt. I let I just left Pratt off because he's a free agent. So would he have been your choice over Wilson? Had you included? Free yeah. Agents? Which one do you like I, better? I thought. I think Logan Wilson over his Bengal career has been better than Jermaine Pratt. Right. But this year, I thought Pratt was a little – Pratt's game went way up this year. Yeah. Perfect timing for him because he's a free agent. Prove it year. Uh, he had a – he was a monster. Yeah. Uh, but they're both really good, that, you know. Right. Well, they Yeah, they were, they were really good. Now, is Smith 
did, did he have more time on his deal when the Ravens traded for him? How much time does he? I, yeah. No, Roquan was, was going to be a free agent. So they, he's just they, a they locked him up, though. Well, they signed him to a long-term deal. Yeah, they did. You're right. Right yeah, after yeah. they signed him. Yeah, yeah. Well, he may be before they I didn't even four. know. You, you know, that, you know uh, Pratt's uh, coverage grade is at 87? He was phenomenal oh, this year. Sydney he was great. PFF, he has the best PFF grade of any of the linebackers. Yeah, like, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Hey, listen, yeah. hey, can we get him? <laughs> is he tired, or why Why would the Bengals I mean, not bring him A lot him of people have talked about the Browns getting Jesse Bates. I think Jermaine Pratt, Jesse Bates is a good player. Well, I think the Pratt Browns need be, Jermaine Pratt way more than they need Jesse Bates. He's, Pratt's going to be, he's going to command he's gonna big money. Yeah. He's going to get paid. Big it's perfect money. timing. Okay, um, so now we're just on to, We've got three spot, five spots left. And right. I can the tell three you, corners, this is going to be tough. This one got tough. I, I asked Bull last night and Jason just to send me their list so I could see where they may differentiate to make some graphics. Right. The edges were essentially unanimous. Linebackers, the same. This was very different. So I'm curious to see where you guys okay. fall to see Good. which way you're in line with. Well, I really struggled over this. Who's, who's CB1? Let's go CB1 first. I had Marlon Humphrey. Yeah, Humphrey's got to be one. Okay. We're all in agreement there. Yep. Gee, you agree with yep. that? Okay. Yep. Now this is where it's all gonna go to hell. I know, in a because, good way. In a good way. <laughs> and you know what? It's gonna be our uh, our hearts are gonna get in the process here. If we were just going off last year, Denzel Ward is not in my top three. Correct. No, because I mean, ba- you would either go with really maybe Emerson. Uh, you could go with Cheetah Bay, Awuzie, the Bengals. Although he missed yep. the second half. I didn't. Of the I was really strongly considering. Yeah, him. yeah I yeah, considered yeah. him, but he didn't make my list. This is the easy. But one. I went with Ward in the end. What do you uh, got? I did too. I, I, I went with Martin Emerson. He's by far, he was by far wow. the better corner last year, and it wasn't even close. But so, I, to I me, know, I wasn't doing it so just Jason, based on this bad. I, I went I, with both Ward and Emerson. So I did I. Both on. Well, so did I, because I, I do think that you're right. Emerson played better last year. Emerson's upside might, in the end, end up being higher than Ward. I think he is. I think he's more built for that position. He's bigger. Mm-hmm. Bigger. Denzel. Yeah. Longer. Hopefully. His cover skills were amazing. Now, he yeah. did have some time. He had some plays that I'm like, ooh, okay, yeah. he looks like a rookie right there. But for the most part, he outplayed Ward. I just couldn't leave Ward off right? because he's Denzel Ward and he's done so much. But here's much. the thing. When it comes to the third corner, I picked Mike Hilton because, to me, the third corner's got to be a slot corner. Well, I and thought Mike about Hilton's that, too. We don't have corner. a slot corner, but here's the thing. If yeah. you take the three best corners, you're better than if you take two outside corners and a slot corner. I, I don't agree with that in this Why? case. Because I think Mike Hilton is uh, a, 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 w- would be a much better slot corner than either Emerson or Denzel Ward. You I don't agree even think no, I disagree. I do too. If you put Denzel Ward in the slot, he's going to be just fine. You can put any of these top tier corners in the slot, and they're going to be great. Not Emerson. Yeah, but Mike. No, Hilton, I don't want Emerson in the slot. I yeah, want but Emerson Mike on Hilton the outside. Is, it's not like Mike Hilton's a slappy. He's a really good. He's player. not a slappy, but I just yeah. In, in my all right, I got outvoted. That's fine. Order. Let's go. So we got okay. So for CB two, are we going Humphrey. with Denzel Ward for CB two? Are we going Martin Emerson? I would put it Emerson. Could be Emerson. I, I would, would be, put I'd be Emerson. fine with Emerson. So Martin Emerson, Anthony, we can officially put as CB two. Now CB three. Now by the way, last year, if I'm wrong, I could be wrong on this. Wasn't Greg Newsom looked at as a top two corner in the North last year? Greg Newsom got a better grade than Denzel Ward. Denzel's PFF yeah. grade was bad. Horrible. This year. Yeah. His, this cover, year. his coverage rating was a 60. Yeah. I saw a lot of metrics with our stuff at uh, True Media. That yeah. It's the data that we use at The Athletic. That Newsom had a much better year analytically yeah. than what we all said yes. what the whole media said the right. entire media but what court. the only reason i bring that up is i know he doesn't want to play the slot but we've got in the top 3 emerson 
and the guy that got paid in Ward. Mm-hmm. And now you throw Newsom in there with a defensive coordinator that knows what to do with all this talent. Guys, yeah, I know, I dare I say this, that's the way you want to be built in the AFC in the AFC right sure, now. Sure, sure, sure. You want three right. Pro Bowl caliber corners. And I, I think if Newsom, or not Newsom, if Ward can return to what he used to be before he got the big contract, well, I think and, we got the best and triumphant And got to prove corners. it again for a second and, year. Well, I, yeah, I was got to prove it again. I would be tempted. I would be tempted to pull a move that the uh, the Steelers and the Ravens pulled a year a while ago, back in the day. Rod Wilson was a corner, then he was a safety. Yeah, right. Move one of them to Martin safety. If Martin Emerson can play free safety, he's big. He can tackle people. He's physical. He and got good ball. He's the, o- he's the only one you could do you that. Could, right. And then you could put Newsom and back on the outside. Newsom right on outside. Move Randall up with a strong safety. Emerson was so good on the outside. I know. I, I wouldn't want to it's move. It's an well, interesting thought, with, though. It is an interesting thought. Who are we going with the third corner? Are you guys picking Ward? Yeah. Because I would take Hilton, but I took Sutton. Oh. When you you had Ward too, right? I had Ward. Emerson All right, so Ward, so Ward gets so two Ward votes. So Ward wins for... by a two to one one vote. So Denzel Ward. Which is crazy because we kept killing the Browns' pass defense all year, and now they have two of the three all AFC North cornerbacks. But I know. I mean, that's what it is. I think we've made a critical error here, but I'm outvoted. I would I, lean with I, Bull on this. I think one. you've <laughs> got to have a slot corner for the slot. Bull, I'm with you. I actually would side with. Here's Mike what I look at. It. I look yeah. at it. If if you could, it, I, I, let's look at it as baseball. If I could put a shortstop at third base and a shortstop at second base, too, I'm going to do it. That's what the Guardians are trying to do, by the way. That's fire. What's that? That's what the Guardians are trying to do. Well, I know they are. They've got about 16 shortstops. They're also putting a shortstop at first and center field and sometimes right field. There's a philosophy behind it. I think if you asked most defensive coordinators, would you rather have Denzel Ward, Martin Emerson, or Mike Hilton as your slot corner, I think most would take Mike Hilton. That's just my thought. I don't know. I disagree. I would like to know. Yeah. You know. I would like to ask some D coordinators yeah. about that, but to me, it, it, it's like the shortstop argument. And I'm just talking defense now. I'm not obviously talking about at the plate. But if you could give me three shortstops between second, short, and third, you're not getting taking, hits. Yeah. You're stealing a lot of hits. And yeah. I just feel like if you take an outside corner who's a really good cover skill corner and you throw him in the slot, I just think you're stronger for it. The guys that typically get put into slot – it's like the corner. It's like the defensive backs. Why are they playing defensive backs? Because they can't catch the ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, if, or they're if, too small. Or they're too small. But you can look at around the NFL. There are small wide receivers that make. Uh, but jack. Hilton yeah. also does some things and can be a factor in the running game and do some other things. Well, you that, watch him a lot closer that than Ward I do. And, and Emerson don't do. But doesn't matter. That's okay. fine. Let's go at Ward. All right, safety one. Like that's got to be Mickey Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Yep. It's, the, it's the only one that I could. Slam dunk put on the team. Yep. The other one was Jesse Bates. I didn't Bates, even wait for but you I guess... guys to vote to put him in there. He's number yeah, one. Yeah, no, he's and obviously I think we have four one. different options for safety, oh. too, by the way. Yeah, well, I, and, and mine I think you should throw off because he is a free agent. But I just I, love it Jesse would be Bates. Bates. If Bates was not uh, a free agent. <laughs> I'm taking um, – <laughs> Well, uh-huh. I'll take him off there. I'm yeah. taking Kyle Hamilton. I put Kyle Hamilton. Hamilton's I put be. Marcus Williams, but uh-huh. I don't. I'm not. Give me Kyle Hamilton. They're pretty interchange. I mean, they're 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 very good players. Yeah. All um, right. So let's go with Hamilton. He t- he got two. He votes. He got two votes. Okay. So Hamilton, it is. So our our all defensive AFC North team is now set. Yep. And Anthony, it's Kyle Hamilton. Normal spelled. Yep. So now let's count and see how. I got the count because I think it's exactly what I had, except for. You're replacing uh, uh, the slot Emerson instead of Hilton, yeah, I think. So Can we do the whole thing again? So I'm going to pull up Bulls text. 
And if Bowles' math is correct, adjusting one for the Browns and taking one away from the Bengals. I think that's it. The Bengals had four players. Right. The Ravens and Steelers and Browns each had three. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Just goes to show you how close the division is. Yeah, I mean, and look, the Browns went three and three in the division last year, even though they finished last. It's not like they're that far off. They've gone three and three the last three years, I think it is. Yeah, I think isn't he? Uh, isn't Kevin five hundred in I the think division? So, yeah. Which is so incredible because he's five hundred in the division, under five hundred out of the division, and the division is a beast. Bear. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. Well, you do get to see the teams twice. It's hard as hell to beat somebody. Normally, that just means two losses for the Browns. (laughs) (laughs) In the past, it always did. In the past, it did. It usually meant a couple of L's. Do we do special teams? Well, it's Justin Tucker. Well, Tucker is a slam dunk. Yeah. At kickoff. I don't know who the punter is. Give me the fat guy from Pittsburgh. Yeah, he was pretty good this year, wasn't he? The I forgot his name. I can't even think. We all know is he the Ravens about. punter good, too? I don't even know. The Bengals punter is not. Is Who's your returner? That's, that's more the fun. You know what? Our punter wasn't bad. Bjorkis yeah. is pretty good. See who had the highest um, yards per. Yeah, give me one sec. Yeah, I think it's net. Well, the problem with yards per is. I know, is, I know, I know. You know. You also Brown- have to look at inside the 20. Right, the, right, the Browns right. guy outkicked his coverage a few times. Quite a few times. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He had too much of a leg. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and those usually turn into big, you know, bigger big returns. returns. Yeah. So. I bet yeah. The, okay. I bet the you guys ready? Yeah. For the highest net net average is the one we're really looking for, right? Right. Uh, Bjorkes actually I thought highest so. in the division, forty-eight and a half yards. Yeah, he he's got a nice leg. And Ryan Stonehouse of the Titans had a career year. He averaged 53.1 net yards per punt. Yeah, wow. I saw him in a couple games. He had one that was like 80 yard. He had an 80 yard punt. 77 yards. 77 yeah, yard punt. Absurd. That is nuts, man. Uh, the return guy. I don't know. Du- Brown- Duvernay is very good on Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Who is Cincinnati's returner? They used. Uh, they were. Didn't they? They used uh, what's his name? The little white dude. I can't think of his name. Oh, right Trent now. Irvin. No, not him. They didn't. The other little white dude. <laughs> Even He's if, a wide receiver. Not often you have two little white dudes on hey, the th- th- Those Wes was Walker. the dudes that was killing the Browns <laughs> when, when chasing all the rest of them went out the game. Well, Trent Irwin w- had some good games. but Well, uh, in fairness, though, we I can't remember the kid's the name. No, we weren't ready for that. We I think he used to play for Buffalo. I, I, Duvernay returned a kick for a touchdown this year. DPJ returned a punt. So maybe you go those two as your. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. I'm fine with that. Um. That's a good draft. Yeah, it is a good. I, draft. I like, I like the draft. Now I feel like we need to like, not on the air, but somehow put together the teams for the other divisions, and then bring it all together and see where the AFC North stacks up. Yeah, yeah. all AFC. Because obviously load that those, AFC North load those team teams is really into good. Madden and see see which right which division. We'll do that. I'll tell you what the a, the NFC East. Woo, holy cow! Yeah. You could you talk about an all star team? Yeah. My God! You know the best, you got Daniel Jones at running back, Daniel Jones at quarterback, <laughs> Daniel Jones at wide receiver one. Where does the uh, so or let's just look at skill positions in the uh, in the NFC East? Is it better than the AFC North? I I don't even know about skill positions. I'm just talking about when when you start looking at the offensive and defensive lines, the Eagles yeah. alone are. I mean, they had 70 sacks. But you're not finding a better edge rushing duo than T.J. Watt and Miles Garrett. No, you're gonna nope. be hard. You're hard pressed nope. to do that. I mean, the the, the AFC North defensive line was pretty good. Hold I, on. I, what you talk about? The AFC North defense is crazy low-key. Uh, they got real good safeties. They got good corners. They got the two best pass rushers in the league and probably one of the best defensive tackles that stopped a running reader. 
yeah, this might this they they, they kind of tough. And I just want real quick NFC East. East you're going to throw Micah Parsons in there though on defense. True. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of good rushers inside and the outside. The Giants have Leonard Philly. Williams the on the have defensive have line. Dexter Lawrence. There's a lot uh, Dexter of Dexter Lawrence. I mean, look, not, each, sorry. Each each uh, conference or each division. Yeah. You you look at the team this? and say, yeah, that's I got a an idea. Bull. One yeah. day next week, stay after the show. We'll put together our all division teams and then we'll present it to you guys. Yeah. In a okay. round robin eight-team tournament style yeah. to determine which all which one. division team will win. Yep. How's that Who would be the co- – I guess Jalen Hurts would be the NFC East quarterback. Hurts would be quarterback. the quarterback, yeah. Jalen Hurts would be your quarterback. Saquon – oh, Saquon's going to be a free agent, so. I don't understand. If, if Daniel Jones – if they give Daniel Jones this bag – they're not going to pay him. I, They're not I, paying him that much. What don't the don't problem, even put it in the air. Don't even put that in the air. Crazy. The problem in the the It'll problem be a kiss of death if they the do. The major problem for the NFL in terms of quarterbacks <laughs> is those mid-tier quarterbacks like Daniel Jones. It's like there's it's like every quarter you either don't pay him or you pay him. There's almost no well, in between. And the problem with that is, boy, you're right. The problem with that is you and, and the Browns were there with Baker. Baker. We saw it. We need to see more of it. But if you franchise this guy, you're out of time. When you need to see more of it, you're out of time. You're out of time. Right. And and now what are you doing? You're forced, and, gunned ahead, to, to make this decision that's going to cost you forty-five million dollars a year. And the interesting, the interesting thing about Daniel Jones is he did get a little better every year, and he had his best year this year. He doesn't. Fe- he's not a guy you'd ever want to pay forty million to. God, no. But are are the Giants getting a better quarterback than him? And that's the problem with so all these teams. So it's a tough teams. spot. You're, there's twenty teams that live in quarterback purgatory. I, I firmly believe that. There's yeah. 10 that you – we've got it figured out. The Bengals have it figured out, you know. Right. The Ravens are currently in quarterback purgatory. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Two years ago, you wouldn't. Well, they kind of are. They are. They are because he wants guaranteed money. Yes. And he's been injured. Hey, I saw yesterday. I can't remember who it was. I saw it on Twitter. They were placing odds for free agent deals. Yeah. And they had at number one, Lamar, getting a $305 million five- or a six-year deal. And I guess that'd be a big difference because if it was five, it'd be $60 million a year. It must have been a six-year deal. Yeah. And I was surprised to see that. Yeah. Like I, with, by the Ravens or by him being traded and then No, signing? no. I saw that was, same thing, Jay. It was for the Commanders. It was to the Commanders? Yeah. Oh, wow. That projected yeah. free agency deal. Well, Eric Bieniemy's oh, status wow. would go up in a hurry. Oh, wow. We like that. <laughs> well, I heard, I heard a conspiracy. Or oh, I like that. Throwing, theory thrown out there, and this is definitely just fans reaching for stuff, but uh, someone said Bieniemy went. It was NFL went, Rumors. Dot, it was the yeah, NFL yeah. Rumors site. That's ex- where I exactly, saw it. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. it was Bieniemy went to Washington knowing that, that they were the gonna back get... channels, Lamar is going to be his quarterback because why would he leave Patrick Mahomes for Sam Howell? But then you got Lamar Jackson in the mix, and then Bieniemy's job goes. Yeah, but there's no way they can know for sure that Washington's going to get that. Can't. No, that's what I said. It's a conspiracy fan theory. Have have you noticed Baltimore could stop that from happening if they wanted to? Right. There there are a few teams that's getting fools go right. Like there are teams that have been lucky enough to go from one quarterback who's good to another good quarterback. So they had Flacco, right? They got rid of him. He won him a Super Bowl, right? 
they locked up and got Lamar Jackson, right? So teams that do that, they start to feel like, oh, well, this finding quarterback stuff is easy. We don't really necessarily need to get pay him because we could go get another one. And then it hits him in the face when you're looking around and it's like, oh, well, maybe it is a little harder because I'm telling you, trust me, Cleveland ain't the only only places been looking for a quarterback for 30 years. Detroit been on that plane. It's Miami. A lot, Miami been a lot of teams. And if they get rid of a dude that already is is known a known commodity and you've already spent all this time, you you structured your roster. If they get rid of him, bro, they're out of here. Imagine if they lose if they did lose him to Washington. Like that's that would be like Cleveland losing their guy to Pittsburgh. I mean, I know they're not in the same division, from, uh, but they're, yeah, they're, you mean. they're hated right cousins. The they're Baltimore, 45 minutes up the road, yeah. and they would have to watch this guy then go to Washington <laughs> and have success. He's going. Baltimore's <laughs> even in a worse spot than the Giants because, yes. like, the Giants are like, all right, Daniel Jones is a decent quarterback, but Lamar Jackson, when he's healthy, is like other world. Like the whole team is built around him. Yeah. What? Look at their record without him. They but I suck. haven't seen that Lamar Jackson in two seasons. You, you well, the first few games you saw, you it. I saw did it for a, for you've a flash. seen it in spots the last two years. Yeah, but I, but it I hasn't been consistent. If I'm giving up 300 million, I agreed, can't see Jay, it in spots. Agreed. But like, there's always this thought in your head: if I let him go, I know. he stays healthy. I know. Like he could be an MVP but candidate. He, but again. is he going to stay healthy? I don't. I don't. I have. That's I don't what you're betting on. Ultimately, that I think. But that's what do you the do? If, if you're Baltimore and you do move on from Lamar Jackson, you have to start over. You, yeah, you have no team. All the way essentially, you're starting you suck. Over. Yeah, They're garbage Not only him. are you starting over at that position, but your entire team is built around him for an athlete at that position. You have no pe- you have no wide receivers. But None. There are only a handful of teams that I would think could figure it out. They're one of the teams. They are so yeah. well run and so smart in the they front really office. Are. Yeah, but Ozzy's not running it, it anymore. Hey, they're going to have to figure – hey, listen, I want you going to have to prove it to me. Listen, just, you know how hard it is winning out of the quarterback? What do you think the Dolphins are going through? They're like, I got Tua in these receivers. He looked good, but he keep getting concussions. Are we going to pay him? I don't even think there's 10 teams that are like 100% happy with their quarterback. No, you know what? There, it might be eight. Yeah, um, and and everybody else is sort of in that quarterback purgatory where you just don't know what the hell you know, the, 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 and that's yeah. the position yeah. you have to figure out before you can be a perennial contender. That's why when you start thinking about the powers moving forward, the, the teams that are at the top of the list are the ones that have the quarterbacks with no question. You got Kansas City, you got Cincinnati, you got Buffalo. Those in the it AFC, feels like the Chargers should be there too with Herbert because he's that kind of player. But I think their coach is holding them back. Well, if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.